He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shome 97.7. All right, good morning. It's 821. Pierre Hood from Réseau des Sports joins us here on Shome 97.7. Bonjour, mon Pierre. Bonjour, Pete. How's your life this morning? It's hot and I got to move. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding. No, I'm not actually. But uh, you, you know what? I'm, not, I'm very oh. lucky, Pierre. I have to move across the street from my place. So, ça sera pas there. Oh, that's not too bad, but yeah. uh, th- that's always uh, such a heavy, painful experience, isn't it? It is, yeah, well, you gotta do it, you know? No yeah. pain, no gain, and uh, you know what, <laughs> my biggest concern is that, I, and I just thought of this now, where am I gonna watch the hockey game tonight, too? Yeah, you must be uh, you must be anxious to get connected. Well, uh, hopefully it'll get done too. Uh, lots to talk about. We've got game two happening tonight, Pierre. Better puck management, you're saying, is the key for the Habs before game two, right? Yeah, and and, and I'm just reporting, uh, Pete, because this is actually what came out uh, of most uh, media appearances yesterday. Uh, first and foremost, by coach uh, interim coach Luke Richardson. Uh, but it was the same for uh, Philippe Dano, who actually added some some interesting comments. But let's start with puck management. Uh, I mean, in hindsight, and having done all sorts of uh, of, of reruns of highlights from the game uh, yesterday on RDS, we could actually see that, uh, you know, you can say that the Habs could move their feet quicker. You can say that the transition game was not at its best. You can say that uh, the, the circling uh, the, the the circling approach that the Lightning has in the def- in in the offensive zone yeah. was a bit too much for the uh, for both defensemen and forwards as well in their defensive responsibilities. But the bottom line, Pete, is that if you're going to give away the puck, Luke Richardson had a very uh, very clear cut way of looking at it. He says, if you let that team work on a shorter pattern than 200 feet. It's even it's even a tougher team to beat. So if you're gonna give away the puck in the neutral zone or at your own blue line, well, you're you're basically killing yourself. So hmm. what he what he likes to uh, to to remind to his players and what he the focus he, he was trying to bring yesterday was let's do a better puck management. Let's be more clever with the with the puck. Yep. Let's react better and let's make life a little bit more difficult. For a very strong opponent. Yeah, the players also talking yesterday about actually admitting that they were a little little bit intimidated for a game one, Pierre. Yeah, I think so, Pete. And and you know what? Uh, Tampa is not an old team as such. Uh, uh, you know, the, the core players of that team are still quite young. But, Pete, they have been there. They they know the drill. They, yeah. they, they have been in situations where they need to clinch a series. They need to, to, they need to approach the, the Stanley Cup final. And I'll tell you what, Pete, I've, I've covered 12 or 13 Stanley Cup finals. It has nothing to do with the regular season, and it has nothing to do with the first rounds of playoffs. This is a National Hockey League event. It's, the, the teams have no control. The, the league PR take control. The league operation take control. And it's, it's huge. It's, it's mandatory participation of this and that. And uh, it's, it's, it's not the same. So there's lots going on the ice, of course, because this is the ultimate series. But there's also a lot going on off the ice. And uh, for those young players who've never been there, it's, uh, it's a bit of a learning pattern. So uh, I think that Philippe Dano was quite uh, accurate 
in uh, talking about that yesterday. Absolutely. Hey, Brendan Gallagher, fine for game two. He he basically cut his head is what it comes down to. Hey, there's no He doesn't oh. have to follow any uh, protocol for, uh, for a concussion or anything like that? Not so far, Pete. Uh, um, as a matter of fact, from Luke Richardson's mouth yesterday, he should be fine for the game tonight. Although you must admit, uh, those uh, those pictures that we've seen uh, of him bleeding, uh, you know, from the forehead and, yeah. and and the way he hit the ice, it was a bit scary, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, was it? Are you kidding? Yeah, my head hurt. I mean, it, it was <laughs> just not... looking at it, right? <laughs> yeah. He's such uh, a so, he is such a warrior, you know. I mean, everyone's praising him now, and that never stay die attitude that you see in Brendan. He's just a great hockey player. I think he is. Uh, he's all that actually. But uh, you know what I hope for tonight, Pete, is that his approach and his his self sacrifice for the team, I hope will will be contagious. Yeah. I hope that some other players will try to do the same, because I'll tell you what, if you don't try to force yourself into that that extremely uh, uh, tight defensive uh, core that, that the Lightning has, regardless of what duo is on the ice, if you keep shooting the puck from angles, and if you keep missing the net, and if you allow the Lightning to block shots, you're not going to go anywhere. You have to have more Brendan Gallagher's on this team and try to score the ugly goal here and there and try to change the momentum. Shea Weber, $5,000 for his, uh, well, it was a two-headed swing he took at uh, Nikita Kucherov. <laughs> it was. I watched the replay a couple of times there. Like, he didn't miss. So It was it was a good whack, right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But it cost him. It's $5,000 out of his pocket, though, for that. Yeah, because there was no penalty. So uh, that's the maximum that the CBA uh, says. So we'll forget about that little pocket change. And the message was thrown by uh, by the captain, who got away with it, at least from the penalty standpoint. But uh, there's another bottom line, uh, and there's another harsh reality. Uh, special units uh, may not be at all in Hab's favor, uh, and I include even penalty kill. I mean, the penalty kill has been has been fantastic until game one, but you you can actually feel that the lightning. Uh, has a different uh, a different strength on the power play. So, uh, yeah, he got away with no penalty but with a fine. But uh, you should uh, remind everybody that you have to stay away from the penalty box against that team. Kelly Sutherland and Eric Ferlat are the refs tonight. They, they are pretty consistent usually when they, when they work a game. So uh, discipline, I guess, is, uh, is the other very uh, strict concept uh, to... Uh, to take into consideration for tonight's game. Uh, related to hockey, but uh, not having to do with the, the the final series, the NHL announcing all its main tro- trophies and the All-Star teams as well. Yeah, and, uh, well, no surprises on the All-Star teams, of course. Uh, the Vezina goes to Marc-Andre Fleury, Pete. Yep. Uh, hey, 20, and I remind everybody that this is for the regular season. Mm-hmm. So you, you you have to forget about what goes on in playoffs. It amazes but, me. He's never won before. Ever. He's never won. Can you yeah. believe it? So that's a great achievement. Sure I guess that's it, it's a recognition from the uh, GMs, Pete. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a good recognition of his season. 26 wins in 36 games. Uh, below two, two points goal against average. 198, 928 save percentage. Six shutouts. But it's also yeah. the fact that he reached level number three in the history of the league in terms of wins and shutouts. So that's a great recognition. 
I believe Victor Hedman is the best defenseman. He should have gotten the Norris again. It went to Adam Fox. Yeah. Uh, can you believe he becomes the first one since Bobby Orr to win the Norris in only his second season? Yeah, well, he's he's a heck of an up-and-coming uh, defensive star, though, let's be honest. And he and I, had a great season on a so-so team this year. So Yeah, and in a huge market, in the pressure cooker. Yeah. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov, I guess, was a no-brainer. Uh, for the Wild, as mm-hmm. far as the Calder is concerned, 25, uh, to, to 51 points in 55 games, 27 goals, just outstanding. And is there a surprise for the Hart Trophy? <laughs> no, that didn't say. He Did he get 100% of the votes? Am I reading that accurately? He, yeah. He, he did. Yeah, because you, you vote like actually one, two, and three, right? And it's yeah. a weight. It's a different weight for one, two, and three. So yeah, he was a clear cut. He was a clear cut winner, and it was funny to see the um, the uh, the announcement yesterday because he actually got presentation, quote unquote, of his award by his line mate or teammate Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. So, so that was funny. All right, hey Pierre, uh, we're gonna let you go on that note. Our fingers are crossed for tonight. Bon match, mon ami. Yep. Bon match and good luck for your moving, oh, Pete. If man, you can't yeah. watch the game, give me a ring. I'll give you your personal play-by-play on the phone. <laughs> really? God, that's just great. Yeah, enemy! <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, thanks, Pierre.